Did you know that United Healthcare helps connect you to doctors and therapists with 24-7 access to virtual care? So I could have therapy from my couch? Yep. Or a doctor appointment from my car? If you wanted to. Wait, you're right. I don't even like when people see me sing in the car. Couch appointment it is. Virtual visits are just one of the ways United Healthcare helps connect you to better health. Learn more at uhc.com. Plan benefits may vary. What episode is this? Episode 22. 22? What do you mean? <laughs> We're back. Oh, it's been, it's been a nice little minute. Man. You're now tuned in live to Seriously Not Another Podcast. I'm your host, Ben Ready. Jeez. Across from me is sitting my beautiful, 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 beautiful co-host, <laughs> AC. What's happening? And next to her, is, oh, he's not here. <laughs> Who? <laughs> Sit, sitting next to her is... A microphone. Nobody. Demis will not be joining us tonight, but I bet he's listening. So shout out to you for listening. You know what I'm saying? What's happening? Are you fucking kidding me? If you're tuning in live, please jump in the message boards. Let us know you're listening live. If you can't, you know what I'm saying? We appreciate you listening, man. Appreciate Let's, let's get into it. Let's get into it. <laughs> Such a... Such a uh, such an off week for me this week, man. Such an off week. Such an off week. It was your birthday the other day. How's it an off week? Yeah, it was my birthday, and I I wanted to take a, a dive into that. I uh, I'm officially thirty five. Thirty five. Thirty five. And I don't know, man. Thirty five. It it just you know I'm not the type of person that'd be like, oh, uh, you know, my birthday today. You know, put it out there and shit. So. I, I don't know. I, I'm not a type of. I'm, I'm just. I'm just a regular ass nigga, man. So I didn't really. I didn't really do nothing. Tomorrow I'm gonna go out and celebrate the dinner because everybody was working, of course. Oh, so in other words, you having crab tomorrow? <laughs> I know how you get down. No crab. No crab. Just crab or nothing. I think I'm, I'm. I'm gonna do some Mexican food. Oh, okay. I ha- you, you should go to El Cholo's. I went there today. <laughs> didn't I just? I told him El Cholo's. That shit there, nigga. On Western, right? Yes, sir. B Hop said happy belated. Old man, yes. For those that's listening, yes, I am getting older. But like I told somebody else, I'm not uh I'm not old. I'm just seasoned, baby. I'm just seasoned. <laughs> seasoned. Are you fucking kidding seasoned. me? Oh, can I get can I get a a, a, a toast? A cheer? A what? toast to being over the hill. Over the hill. <laughs> over that hump. <sighs> And tonight we are drinking Jack Daniel, like Jack always. And Daniels. So, uh, y'all listening, you know we didn't uh, do a show last week. Tell um, them why. Uh, you want to go thought in the street? A very good, no, of course not. A very good <laughs> friend of mine. Some of you may have heard of him, some of you may know him, but he's a Christian rapper, Bizzle. He's on tour right now, the God Over Money tour. And, um, mm. I went to I went to his show, and 
like always, he put on a great show. But the thing that tripped me out was I was sitting there and uh, a couple people came up to me and was like, yo, I heard your show, man. I, I like I like what y'all talk about on the show. I'm like, wow. You know what I'm saying? At and a Christian event? That's what I said, right? So I'm like, <laughs> whoa. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, yo, that's Every saint is a sinner, Jesus. That's crazy. I mean, I, I don't know if you're a sinner just listening to us. You, this I is, mean. Are you sinning for listening to technically us? Technically, every saint is a sinner, though. It, that's just facts. Is it? We were born in sin. Oh, you mean every saint was a sinner? Nigga, everybody lies every day of their life. I don't give a damn how often you go to church. I don't know, You didn't told a white lie in one way or another. Somebody asked you, how was your day? And you said, good, you're lying. You mm. might have had a bad day. That, or oh, okay. somebody I see, I see like, oh, you look nice, girl. No, she look like shit. You know. Why Why do women do that to each other? I don't know. We just be trying to get people they like, you know. I do, don't know. Do do. Because women know when they not looking they hottest. They because women are they worst they own worst critics. So you know yeah. if you step out and you like, oh, I ain't feeling my hair today, having bad makeup day, my skin is tripping, blah blah blah. And you ask somebody like, how I look, girl? Well, uh, uh, even the close friend. Well, some some friends will keep it hunting. Like, bitch, you fucked up. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But other women just be like, oh, girl, you look cool, and then do the little side eye like. Shit, yeah crazy mother. yeah that's very true <clears throat> but uh but turn turning 35 right you still got a you still got a nice little time before you hit 35 i'm 33 okay you got a couple you turned 33 this year i just turned 33 right. in april okay so turning 35 i realized that i realized how trash i am right trash yeah i realized how trash i am so what? i use i use two vacation days at my job then go to work and the reason why i had wanted to stop answering my phone because people kept calling me like oh what you doing today i got tired of saying nothing you know what i'm saying Aww. i'm like yo like what you doing though what you doing oh no i'm just sitting around here at the crib you know what i'm saying even my my boy bizzle called me on um on my birthday and was like yeah, what's going on? What, like, what we about to do? I said, I don't know. Like, I, I don't have nothing. And he even asked me, like, you. He even asked me, like, yo, yo, what you want for your birthday, dog? I'm like, dog, no, I, I got everything I need. I don't need nothing. So, oh wow, excuse me. No, nah, I mean, <laughs> not like that. But I'm just saying, like, hmm. what, what can I say? Like, oh, I need these shoes. I got a closet full of shoes. I don't need no shoes. I just went clothes shopping. I don't need no clothes. Like, what do I need? I don't. I don't need nothing. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I, I, I most definitely realize how trash I am. I, I wouldn't say that, but okay. Which I already knew I was. I was. Uh, I won't. Yeah, I won't say trash. Trash is just a word I'm over, overusing. Like I'm just a regular dude. Like I'm. I'm just bland. I'm like. I'm like uh white people chicken just straight bland as fuck wow if you're white people chicken i can't fuck with you i'm so sorry you fuck with me though uh, you gonna have to be a parmesan crusted chicken breast or something at least be that kind of white people chicken you can't be no fucking tyson fucking chicken breast grilled in the in the frozen bag well i mean i, I can't do it ooh. sorry yeah that's bad <laughs> i'm just saying though that's like. bad as fuck. i'm not that bad <laughs> 
I'm all right. I mean, right. You could be like a Parmesan crusted chicken at BJ's. At where? <laughs> at BJ's. I don't know if I would want that chicken from there. That's kind of bad too. But Parmesan chicken <laughs> from BJ's. That's just fire. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, yo, you. If, Somebody, you went there and ordered that? Like you... Yes, that's like one of the go-to dishes at BJ's. Wow. Absolutely. I like the uh, the, uh, the bread bowl, the uh, clam chowder and the bread bowl. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, man. So, um. Well, can I, can I open? Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Um, this week, yesterday, we lost the Queen of Soul. Mm. Franklin, and um, I felt obliged to, you know, make a little statement about that because I grew up listening to her every day oh. at my grandmommy's house, and um, you know, I I don't usually get that impacted when artists pass away. I think the last time I was really impacted when an artist passed away was when Aaliyah died. Mm, yeah. I didn't even really trip that hard when Michael Jackson died, and I'm a Michael Jackson fan. But this one right here, I've cried twice already because it's just like I associate her with my grandmother, like, right? You know, right? Um, and she was truly the queen of soul, like embodied everything that you know. Her music spoke to your soul. It's like right. You know, you listen to her songs, and that shit is still relevant today when you listen to what she was talking about. And, then, you know, they've been playing her shit heavily in rotation. So I was on my way home from work, and they played A Rose is Still a Rose, which is actually one of her newer songs that Lauren Hill was on. And that song came out when I was probably, like, what, maybe 11 or 12. Well, so you had to be a junior high because I probably was in high school. I didn't realize how power. how powerful that song yeah. was when when that shit came on i literally cried because i was like wow this shit is speaking to my soul right now like the shit that she's saying and stuff and so i just you know it's it's been a challenging um end of the week yeah and you know she is um connected same way with me like my mom's we wake up saturday mornings I wake up Saturday morning, that's playing. I know it's time to clean up mm-hmm. Saturday mornings, you know what I'm saying? Uh, moms, and, and today was a trip. Um, I was cleaning out a lot of stuff in my closet today. Um, and it, it was something my mom's, uh, it was something my mom's stuff in there. And I, what I found in there was a, uh, Aretha Franklin box set mm-hmm. that she had. That she loved it. I'm like, wow, she, I still got that. Didn't even know, but, uh, um, it, it I, I was taken back by it and for some it must be our age group because the last death from a, a soul singer was or a singer was Aaliyah for me too mm-hmm. like I'm, I think I actually dropped a few tears that uh, oh, yeah. that day you know what I'm saying I know so, I did um Aretha man she was did you see the interview with uh Wendy Williams yeah Yo. yeah Wendy Wendy don't ever come for Riri are you kidding me talking about uh said something about getting into a fight or something and riri was like look you get your ass yeah you get get knocked out (laughs) right and then she had another one where she was uh and i've never seen these before until you know today or yesterday where she was getting interviewed by some dude and he was asking her about uh taylor swift and uh Nicki minaj and Nicki minaj she was like "Uh, i'll pass 
You know what I'm saying? It was just a trip to see how, <laughs> how much personality she had. Oh, yeah. And uh, I, I read that she was um, she was doing shows and still taking cash, like 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 the old days. Like, mm-hmm. it was a picture popped up, and she had a, a wad full of cash after the show, which, which is dope. Um, Definitely. You know, we, we, we don't have too many. I think I talked about this before, about, about legends. We don't have too many legends left. No, nah, we don't. You know, this is... This is uh, it's, it's getting real skimpy, and it's crazy because I even had one of my childhood friends send me a message on Facebook because people associated, well, at least the people I grew up with anyway, associated my grandmother with Aretha because my grandma rocked her so hard that it's like, even this death reminded people of my grandmother, you right. know. And right. a couple people hit me up and was like, "Oh, I just thought about you because you know the Aretha Franklin thing and grandmommy and how we used to." Listen to that um, as kids playing spades, you know, at the table and shit like that with grandmommy. And it's just, it's it's bittersweet because it's like on one hand, you don't want to see uh, the person suffer. And I know she was ill. But yeah. on the other hand, it's like, it's just hard. Um, you know, so uh, RIP to the queen. And yeah, rest in peace. She most definitely was a staple. Absolutely. Like she was the great. And it's very few artists who can crossover from gospel to doing the type of r&b that she was doing and still be socially accepted in the church and in the secular world right. very rare you and, know and her longevity though absolutely it's like even when the uh the rose is still a rose came out how, how many years she'd been out way later and still had a banger way later and sounded good with the new with the new twist on it mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so absolutely so had to do it had to do it yeah, we got we gotta we gotta let one off for a week. Yeah, absolutely. Rest in peace. I know it's cliche, but it's gone, but most definitely not forgotten. Her legacy will live on, and I, I hope when they do her story, man, I hope they don't mess it up. But you know what? Um, two things about that. I heard um, an interview with her on the radio where they were asking her who she would want to play her in like a biopic. And I think she had mentioned uh, Jennifer Hudson as a possibility. Because, you know, That's it funny. has to be someone who actually can sing. That's funny. Because um, I seen one that people's in the uproar that, uh, was it Holly Berry, I think? I think it was a picture of Holly Berry trying to play her. I'm like, nah. Bullshit. Like, it got It got to be. It got to be, uh, what's the name? And even Jennifer Hudson is not even, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's. I wish the old the old Jennifer Hudson, the big one. Yeah. The big one would have played it all right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't know about this, the Weight Watchers one. Nah. No. Definitely not. But another thing I was going to say about uh, Riri is uh, they had said something today about Fox News uh, mentioning Aretha's death and then going to oh. post a picture of Patti LaBelle. Are you fucking kidding me? How fucking dare you, bitch? Yeah, that, I mean, don't you ever? I mean, you know how they are. They ever, ever, ever. okay. Is it is it far fetched? They're just fucking disrespectful. Like, if you're not gonna do this shit right, don't do it at all. Yeah, like you, you. It's not that motherfucking hard. And who who they have? Patty Labelle. And not to say Patty, you know. Oh, uh, Patty, great, but she ain't Patty is fantastic, but no, she's not Riri. Sorry. Uh, she ain't Aretha at all. But neither here nor there. Oh. <laughs> no. Hey, um, you know, I don't, I don't know, man. It, 
don't we really if you had to say right now somebody that's a legend from that's making music in the present day male or female so r&b who would you say oh an r&b artist yeah r&b so that's hard um an r&b artist from today that's a legend yeah oh i don't know i mean i can't think of anyone that's out right now that i would say is a legend um i i can't say that i mean like I, I grew up in the era where voice demand was. Amazon is offering sign-on bonuses up to $1,000. Plus, get up to $20 an hour for select roles. The best part? We're hiring near you. So start now to take home something greater. New, higher wages with a sign-on bonus. A range of real benefits and career growth opportunities in a top-rated workplace. So earn more and see how great pay and sign-on bonuses can lead to a greater life for you. Go to Amazon.com slash apply. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hear that? Is that America cheering or a sausage patty sizzling to perfection? It's time to cheer for Egg McMuffin and fresh cracked eggs at McDonald's. It's time to wake up to the aroma of freshly baked biscuits and treat yourself to a real honest-to-goodness morning meal. Breakfast, it's on at McDonald's. Now enjoy a large iced coffee for just two bucks and a breakfast sandwich to make a meal. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. It's like big. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up in like the R&B boy band era. So you had know? groups. Like um, Boyz II Men, Jagged Edge. Hell, even fucking Drew Hill. But none of them are legends, though. I mean, Boyz II Men might be the closest thing to that. But yeah. they haven't I'll come give, out I'll with give anything it to Man, in Paul. such a long time that I don't know that that would even still be what I'd call like a legend today, you know? You know who could, who, who was on a way to be one before the Coke? I think Chris Brown was on, he could have been one, but he, he could have, he could have, he would have been one. He could have been, cause he could dance and sing. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. yeah I mean, and this is sad damn, because I can't think of nobody else, you know, this I, is sad. I think if, uh, I mean, the closest thing to it, which I know this is going to sound very contradictory. I'm going to preface that shit up front. I, I know what you're about to say. But the closest thing to it probably would have been R. Kelly if right. he wasn't a fucking pedophile. All right. Yeah. Because, you know, he had all the hitters and shit, yeah. you know. And he's very talented, but it's just shit that's going on in his personal life kind of overshadows his talent, unfortunately. Well, he, he, was, a, he was a legend until that happened. The nigga wrote "You Are Not Alone" for Michael Jackson. And 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 if Usher had some shit out, I would put him up there. But he haven't came out with nothing good in a long time. Like Confessions to me was like the last good album that he came out with. But that yeah. shit was fire. Though. That shit was bananas. That shit was fire. Um, but beyond that, I can't really say. Um, That's what I'm saying. Like I love Jacquees though. But he's not a legend. Nah, but he, he the nigga is fire. Like, people sleep on him. Even even with rappers, ain't, ain't no legends coming out no more. A legendary rapper today. Yeah, Drake would be the closest thing to that. Drake would. Well, Drake and Kendrick. And uh, Kendrick. Drake, Absolutely. Kendrick, and Cole might be. That's it. Like yeah. And they all came out in the what late two thousands. So. Yeah. 
So, you know, from there on, it's, we, 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 yeah. we ain't got nothing left, man. So we got to, you yeah. know, these people that we have left as legends and we got to go out and support them. Absolutely. Wanna, Absolutely. I want to see Sister With Voices out there. What about female R&B artists that would be legends? Um, now, this is the thing. I don't think she's a legend from the standpoint of like, oh, she has multiple songs that you can recall. But I think she's a legend based on the fact that her voice is fucking amazing and she slept on. I think Kiki Wyatt's voice is fucking fire. Um, Faith Evans. Wait, is Kiki the crazy one? That's the crazy yeah, one? She yeah, she's crazy. The little light-skinned lady with all them kids. Yeah. Um, Faith Evans still one of the... Um, one of the you know people who got the fire hitters what about uh, um oh uh oh mary of course oh yeah she, she solidified she, she solidified i think mary probably is the r&b legend of our generation you know she came out with that what's the 411 she came out with that mary album she came yeah, out with life. that my life share my world like all fucking fire to come out with my life and then follow that with share my world that's nuts all fucking fire and and her her in concert is fire she be doing her retarded little yeah. weird ass dance she milking the shit she milking the shit out of that you know um yeah mary mary is what about jill scott she's thinking about jill oh, scott hell yeah jill and scott. erica Erica oh, yeah. as well. Erica solidified. She's it. And and the reason why you know they're legends because they can perform at Essence every year and motherfuckers don't even get tired of them. They'll still go see that shit every year. And it'd be the same three. It'd be Mary, it'd be Erica, it'd be Jill. Sometimes they rotate one, add one. Okay. Okay. So who 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 you think more of a legend? More? Yeah. Mary? You know what? Well no, no, wait. Well hold on. I'm about to get not them. Okay. You you know where I'm about to go. We talked. I think we talked about this earlier. Okay. Mary, more of a legend, or Lauren Hill. Mary. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Because Mary has come out with stuff even recently that has been fire. Yeah. Like that album she came out with after she went through her divorce. And she had to bring it after you know? that. Every every woman brings it after that. Break up squirrels. Yeah. They bringing it. Hell yeah. They, they start looking their best, start having that shine, smelling. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That one where she was like, you going to pay for what you did to me or whatever. Oh, there's a special place in hell for you. That's the name that, of the joint? I don't know what the song is called, but she sang her fucking heart out on that shit. I live for it. Um, but you know. But Jill is that bitch too, though. Yeah, I, Jill Jill is the last, last of the Mohicans. Jill is that bitch, and and I think Jill also was the. I don't want to say bitch. She was the one that um, I can remember even like when being a big girl wasn't even cool. Dudes would be like Jill Scott is sexy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, she just got that thing about her, like that natural beauty, where you know she exudes confidence, and I think that that's why people fuck with her. And she intelligent as fuck. And she's intelligent. Like, she one she wanted females that you can't come with no half ass bullshit. Like you gotta be mm-hmm. on your A game. You gotta be tip tip just you gotta be that nigga to, to yeah. fuck with somebody of that caliber. And she can act very well too. Yeah, she can. So shout out to Jill. 
Jill, her being the last Mohican legend. Uh, but what's up with you coming for Lauren? I didn't notice that. I've been noticing that you've been coming for Lauren a well, lot lately. Well, I feel that people have been giving Lauren a pass for, yeah, pass for a long time. And, and I've been saying it. And then there's a, uh, Robert Glassford came out with an interview where he was he was he was basically uh airing out the dirty laundry about her and how she had a gang of writers like that album wasn't her because everybody think she prolifically like wrote that album mm-hmm. miseducation and she didn't a bunch of them songs came from other people and um you know and i'm not taking away from the album the album is classic mm-hmm. but like i said before when you have two when you have uh two prior albums with Wyclef Jean and Cross, you know, you're who can't out rap them dudes on the song. Can a person be a legend from one fire album? Do you think it takes multiple bodies of work to, you know, qualify to be a legend? Or if you have like one album that motherfuckers would still say, I'll take this shit on a deserted island, like. Does that qualify you to be in the running as a legend? I think you got to have at least two. At least two. At least two. Okay. At okay. least. You know, okay. and, and, and that's not, you know, Lauren Hill is, you know, her singles, her singles game was crazy. But, uh, before, the, before that album, the Ready or Not, the uh, oh, yeah. Killing Me Softly, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? She was too big for that group in all actuality. Like, that's why her shit. Well, that's kind of like how Fergie was with the Black Eyed Peas. Yeah. And she actually got added on later. Yeah, cause they 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 didn't get the the right. Cause I liked it then when they first came out without Fergie, but they when Fergie came, it went from hip hop. They they came, they made them pop like right. you know they start doing all kind they of became crazy stuff. like universal. But I you know with, with Lauren Hill like and and people that's listening don't don't come at me. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying she, I'm saying she's the album is a classic. She's nice. It's just. You know, I think we got to bump her down. Are we putting her before Mary? Absolutely not. Are we putting her before Jill Scott? Fuck no. Are we We're put- not putting her before Erica. Okay, that's what, that's what I'm saying. And that's what I say when people keep saying, oh, she's the queen. She's the queen. No, no. Nah. The album was nice. And, and you know, it's still, it's still bumped to this day. But that's all you gave us. Yeah. And you gave us the... The MTV Unplugged joint. But technically, Aaliyah only gave us two albums, but I still consider her a legend. No, she gave us three. She gave us One in a Million, and she gave us Aaliyah. Aaliyah, and then... uh, That's it. No, it was one after that. She was the Rock the Boat album. That was the Aaliyah album. Okay, what was her first one? AJ Number Number. Okay, so yes, it was three. Okay, yeah. But AJ Number the Number... That shit was dope as fuck i don't know like for me like Aaliyah's like album that made her Aaliyah was one in a million yeah and course. then no she was still Aaliyah she was still that one was one. like that okay you know kind of like with beyonce like when she first came out with dangerously in love that like was like her like debut like okay like okay she she coming with the shits you know mm-hmm. and then when she came out with like that b-day and then that uh Beyonce album or whatever that four was like kind of like a like a little spot holder I don't I don't even think that shit was relevant but really it was that Dangerously in Love album and that B-Day album that was like okay Beyonce we knew Beyonce was the one we knew I don't know some people okay this is the thing like some people really fucked with Kelly heavy I fucked with Kelly heavy I think um 
And there's a lot of people that I know personally who still think that Kelly got more juice and sauce than Beyonce, but that she's underrated. And vocally, Latavia was very, um, you know, talented. Which one was Latavia? That was the one who had the more deeper voice, the chocolate girl. With the big eye. Mm-hmm. That's the one I used to like in high school. Um, Latoya Luckett was cool, but nowhere near on Beyonce and them's level for sure. But I don't know. Um, oh, Demon said he in the message board. He said Sister Act Two. I guess he's talking about Lauren Hill and uh, B Hop said just don't let him go to uh, Lifetime. He must be talking oh, about the, He was talking about Aretha Franklin with yeah. the movie. Um, yeah, because they'll put any fucking body in there, and I give no fucks about it. Damn. They, yeah. Remember the first Michael Jackson movie? And had, uh, no, the first Michael Jackson movie was that one that had Flex. Um, you said Flex. His name was Flex. Flex Arms. Uh, was it Flex Armstrong? He's married to Shanice. The one that's married to Shanice. Flex was what? He played Michael Jackson. No, that wasn't the first Michael Jackson movie. The first Michael Jackson movie was technically a two-part movie. It came on ABC. It was called like not, not the American Dream. That's the one I'm talking. That about. was a Jackson Five one. Was that a Jackson Five movie? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, that shit that was shit fire. Was nah, that that's that shit. That's dumb. Classic. I had that shit recorded on VHS. I used Just to watch on. that shit they don't, daily. These no school fools don't know about recording that shit on VHS. Yes. We recorded that shit off the TV on VHS, and I used to watch that shit daily. Did you used to pause it when the commercials came on? Or you you didn't get that good? Oh nah. Oh okay. We I, might not have even been home when that shit was actually recording. Mm. Yeah, you can set it to uh, record. Uh, you can preset it on the VHS. That's if you have one of them electric ones. I probably had like the the analog one that you gotta still mm. press the buttons and shit. I don't even know if we had a remote for our shit at that time. Mm. But um, that movie was amazing. So so the the first Michael Jackson movie was with uh, Flex. And you know who Flex is? He play- of course. Yeah. Can you imagine him playing Michael Jackson? Um, the grown Michael Jackson. I actually could picture him playing Michael Jackson before Michael Jackson, you know, became a white woman. No. No, don't do Michael Jackson <laughs> like that. Don't get, don't get me wrong. I love Michael. He's like that family member that yeah, you love, yeah, but you still yeah. going to call it what it is. Like, yeah, something wrong with Uncle Michael. Mike had vitiligo. Come on. I don't know about that vitiligo bullshit. Now, I'm not going to say he didn't have it, but that's no reason for him to bleach his whole ass skin to become a white woman and then got pink lips and a weave. That ain't got shit to do (laughs) with vitiligo. Are you kidding me? I know plenty of people that got vitiligo who don't bleach their whole ass face to become a white woman with lipstick and fucking weave. Come on now. All right, y'all. We'd like to thank y'all for coming out. No, nah, fuck it. And he had a straight weave. He didn't even have a curly weave. Michael Jack. All right, let's get off Michael Jack. I don't need, I already, I don't need, he had a, he had a weave. Nah, his shit was real when he caught on fire at the Pepsi commercial. Yes, that was real. I'm talking about remember the time Michael Jackson. That nigga's shit was laid to the guys. Are you kidding me? He had a bob. His bob was fire. Hey, man. Do you hear me? If they make some fucking lace fronts to be Michael Jackson's fucking hair in the Remember This Time video, bitches would be out here swinging all summer long. Oh, my God. All summer 18. What do you mean? Jesus Christ. I'm just saying. All right, Mike. (laughs) 
I'm about to start crying now. Mike, she, she over here shitting on Mike. No, I'm giving him credit. His shit was together, but, but it I, was mean, fake. I just don't know a lot of black men who would be rocking that. But mm. hey, you know, he's his own. Oh, and you know what? It's crazy that we're talking about this though, because I was literally thinking about that shit when I was on the freeway the other day. What, what part? I was thinking how amazing Mike had to be to be a black man to go from being a black man to being a white woman and still be socially accepted universally. That shit's almost unheard of. Well, that's because he wasn't a woman. You think people still had their arms open if he really turned into it like on, on some... But he was very androgynous. And I'm just saying like, it's rare when you have someone like that, like Prince, for example, it's rare when you have black men like that who embody certain qualities and other black men will proudly announce that they're a fan of this person and feel no shame whatsoever. You know what I'm saying? That just goes to speak to his talent. The fact that his talent surpassed any of those, uh, you know, distractions. It's a manly, manly man that is diehard Prince fan. Oh, hell yeah. And straight in the mug. No, no homo. Them 70s babies, them niggas is in love with Prince. Hell yeah. Absolutely, definitely. I, I don't. I don't know what Prince was doing to doing through them airwaves. I don't know if they they got they uh you know they had they 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 first time with a chick was going on, but Prince had got them niggas all twisted. My cousin had every Prince CD. Uh, what was the name of his movie? Some Cherry Moon. Not to be dramatic, but I'm obsessed with how much I just saved at Kohl's. I got 25% off Nike clothes for the kids, the cutest $39.99 flex hoodie for me, and got great Columbia gear for all our outdoor adventures. Did I mention the extra 20% off and the Kohl's cash I got? So yeah, not sure what I love more, fall deals or fall weather. Select styles, 20% offer ends October 3rd. Some exclusions apply. See store or kohls.com for details. Bundling home and car insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? They may drop little hints like... Beautiful day out. Even more beautiful since we saved by bundling our home and car insurance with GEICO. Or... Yard work is hard. Much harder than bundling with GEICO, which was easy. Or it may be even subtler, like... Speaking of burgers, we bundled our home and car insurance with GEICO and saved a bunch of money. Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors. And now it's Geico's Motorcycle Rules of the Road. Before you ride, make sure your mirrors are clean and adjusted properly. And if you're going on a group ride, make sure the lead biker knows where they're going. Uh, Ed, quick question. Where are you taking us? Oh, I have no idea. What, am I the leader? (laughs) Because I was uh, following that dude with the red helmet. Where, Where is he? And the rule to saving on motorcycle insurance is, in 15 minutes, Geico could save you 15% or more. Purple Rain. Purple Rain. And I think it was Under the Cherry Moon, whatever. It was, he got two movies. He probably got more, but he had all that shit. Posters, all that shit. You know what I'm saying? But, uh. Oh, and OG Izo reminded us. He said, can't talk about MJ. He had Elvis' daughter. He sure did. And uh, Prince did have all the fine women. He had a, what was her name? Uh, something with an M. Uh, uh, Mel- not Melania, no. Uh, 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 My tie or some shit. But it was another one, too. Didn't he have the ones from that group he had? He had one of them? Uh, Van- was it Vanity? Did he have one of them? 
I don't know. I but I know what uh Demas is talking about though. He did. He did. Yeah, he most definitely did. Yeah. He he may he may have had uh a couple of niggas too. Yeah. I forgot about Michael Jackson being married to uh Elvis Presley's daughter. He did do that. She was even in the You Are Not Alone video with her little sheet over herself. Naked with the sheet. I don't remember her in that. You wait, in what video? It was the You Are Not Alone. Oh, okay, I don't remember that one. Yeah. So uh But neither here nor there. Neither here nor there. Uh I'm trying to see which one of these to jump into. You want to jump into the, I know this happened last week, the the nail shop situation? Oh, my God. You know what? I do. You know, that shit is wild. And and just to add on to it, that situation that happened with the, the beauty supply where that dude just socked that lady up like that. Now, granted, she did hit him first, but still. But with the nail shop shit, my understanding is they did that shit over a five dollar eyebrow arching that right. she didn't want to pay for, and I don't understand what's going on with them where they gonna lock the people inside. Like if anything, kick their ass out, but they'll they'll lock them inside. And then I kept hearing the black girl say, "Stop hitting my grandma! Stop hitting my grandma!" So that's somebody's grandma y'all doing this shit too, right? That shit was fucking unacceptable. Cause see, they they tried to switch up the uh, story, and they said she paid for her her hands and feet, mm-hmm. and she got the eyebrows done. Didn't like it. They fucked her shit up, and she like, I'm not paying for this shit. Mm-hmm. And they pushed the issue over five dollars. Yeah, but you don't put your hands on nobody. She could end up owning that fucking shop, and especially if she's an older woman. She could have got hurt really bad. Well. It hasn't been open since. Uh, the that, shop hasn't been open? Yeah, black people have been out there protesting every day. Like, they ain't letting nobody up in there. I mean, because we are the ones that go there. How many How many times have you been to the nail shop and you seen the Asian in there getting their feet done? Never. Never. This, except the people that work there who do each other's shit during downtime or something. That's what I'm saying. Like, no outside. If, if they there and they work there, they get up and and they finish doing somebody else. There's no outside agents that come mm-hmm. there. You know what I'm saying? So we are, meaning us as black people, they main source of income. Absolutely. So if you're sitting there beating on them, you know what I'm saying? It's like, uh, and you got black people out there putting their putting uh, hands down. But that's the problem. They're not running their business like how a business should be ran anyway. <clears throat> because, um, you know, most businesses want to make sure that the customer is satisfied right. and if they're not they're going to ask the customer what can they do to meet their level of satisfaction right and they don't feel like that they they be rushing they be trying to hurry up and get get you out so they can get the next person in it's almost like they don't even have any respect for the quality of their own work they just trying to get you in and out they want the they want that fast money. So it's like they're not even good at what they're doing from the standpoint of how they're running their business. That's a problem, you know. And then even like I don't like sometimes when I'm in a nail shop and they just like constantly talking all loud and shit in a language that I can't understand. I don't. And even besides the fact that they're speaking their own language, because I'm all for culture speaking their own language, but 
It's like, I don't want to hear anybody fucking talking while I'm getting my nails and shit done. I'm trying to relax right now. That's what I came here for to to pay for. This is like a relaxation moment. Right. I don't want to hear motherfuckers talking loud and laughing and all that shit. That's annoying. That's why they call it a spa, right? They spas now. It's supposed to be. And it's unprofessional for y'all to be talking all loud and shit. Why are you doing my shit? You know, um... I'm pretty sure that when they're sitting there doing people feet and they talking whatever, about people. Yeah, they probably like, look at this bitch here. Now I'm not going to say every time they no, 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 no. talking about people. No, I'm but pretty, hell yeah. Absolutely. I'm, yeah. Now, not your particular one you go cuz I know people go to the same one like, oh, I'll sit and wait for her, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. I'm pretty sure it's every day that they're talking about somebody in there is talking about somebody there. Absolutely. But uh Shit, if I knew uh African, I'd be talking about all y'all motherfuckers. All, all, you know, I mean, and I'm pretty sure other, other I'm pretty sure other races do that too. Uh, oh, I know for a fact that people that speak Spanish do that because I understand some Spanish and I'd be like, oh, okay, they think I don't know. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, we, we can't, we can't do that. We was robbed of our language, our native I mean, but niggas had their ways of doing it. I know a whole bunch of niggas that got their own little languages when they their little cliques, and a female be sitting right there, and they, like, talking shit about her and they little codes. It's not necessarily a language, but it's definitely a code. Right. Tell me your squad ain't got a code. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah it's nigga, like you, a female could be right there, and you can nigga say lock that eyes, word. Nigga, nigga cut eyes to the side, like, you know what I'm saying, and throw the mm-hmm. eyebrows that way or... Or it's cold words, you know that that Absolutely. me and the selected few have be like, yeah, like pineapples. That's the <laughs> that's funny as fuck. But pineapples is like, save me, bitch. This nigga's getting on my nerves. That that's for the women. That's what that's what, that's what y'all do. <laughs> pineapples. Oh lord, I thought pine, I thought pineapples was used for good good uh good things. Yeah, it's a good thing when my homegirl saves me from this yeah. weirdo. So, so to to go into um, the um, nail shop situation, there was another video that came on, and to the well to this day that nail shop hasn't been open yet. And mm-hmm. before I go to the other part, they had people I was reading comments in the video. It was like, oh well, they should just pack up and go to a nicer neighborhood and da 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 da. Like shit, you. But don't get it twisted the white people in the nicer neighborhoods will not pay you for that shit if they don't like it either. Oh, the yeah. only difference is, is that they would not be putting their hands on those white people the same way that they do black people. Oh, no. Because they have respect for white people. That's the difference. If mm-hmm. a white person says they don't want to pay for something, they just take that L. But when a black person says they don't want to pay for something, it's a problem. I... But I will say, Sometimes black people don't always know the appropriate way to complain about something. Yeah, they'll jump jump off the handle and lose it. You ain't got to cuss nobody out and all that shit. Mm. And maybe even not necessarily just walking out. Maybe there's a conversation that needs to be had because maybe there's something that can be done to rectify it, but you're not giving them the opportunity to do that. Right. What I didn't like was the the black people that just sat there and watched them get jumped. Whoever was recording was a problem too. Yeah, them too. You know what I'm saying? Like that was that was trash. Like you don't sit there and just watch them get beat up. You don't even know why. You know what I'm saying? Like you 
or you can just break it up. You ain't got to sit and jump in. Like, you can sit there and break it up. Mm-hmm. And like, yo, what's going on? All y'all not about to pack her out like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, and they swinging brooms and shit. Did you see the one that came on? Like, it was like maybe some months ago where it was a black lady who was trying to leave without paying. And they were trying to lock her in to the beauty supply or no, the, the nail salon rather. And she was able to push her way through to get out. But then her child was still in there. Her oh, daughter. yeah. And then the daughter was like all crying and stuff to get out. And there was a black lady that actually helped the Asian people keep the daughter in there. She It was like a big black lady and she was holding Are the door Are you fucking closed, kidding me? You know, and my thing is. Okay, maybe this lady is out of pocket for trying to leave here without paying, but you gonna help you these motherfuckers not keep, keep her kid. daughter in there? Like they would most definitely have to get fucked up. And then like there was a couple other black people who were saying that they were like, "Nah, like you know, let the let the girl out, let the girl out, or whatever." But I don't know. I just it's it's disturbing. Now, <clears throat> a couple days after that. There was a another video of this, this black chick. Um, she went into a, a nail shop that was owned by Asians, and she was in there passing out uh, card, oh, yeah, business cards. That. You know what I'm saying? I was reading the comments. I posted it, and people's in the comments, like, they was, like, back and forth. Like, some people felt like she was in the right, like, yeah, you go in there and get your people out of there. Like, and other people was like, you know, well, you know, she could have did it a certain way. And had to do it that way. That was unprofessional. You know what I'm saying? What what you felt about that? You think she was wrong for going in there, passing out her cards? Like, you think she should have waited till they came out? She said, I, I mean, I definitely think it was disrespectful to the people who own that business, you know? Um, I mean, that goes with any business. If you go in there and you're passing out your business cards, and y'all are in the same industry, you mm-hmm. know. It'd be different. Like I've been in be- or in nail shops before, and there may be a guy to come in selling some jewelry or some shit like that. Yeah. You know, but it's not a conflict of interest. But when you talking people in the same industry, that shit is disrespectful. But at the same time, you know, people have disrespected us, so they're basically just getting a taste of their own medicine. Yeah, I think uh, there. There should be more um, black nail shops, more salons uh, for that reason, you know. And I'm not saying that all black people should go there, but we should have uh, options, you know, to support. I tried to support um, a black nail shop in Inglewood. Um, I called. I tried to set an appointment or whatever, and they were booked up like, weeks in advance and so then they were like oh but we take walk-ins um but you know if we're booked for the day then you may not get in so it was like okay yeah that's that's ridiculous you know and then their prices were extremely fucking high now are they doing different things that the other people not because i know uh what's popular now like the jail the the jail now that would i mean they do all of those things and they do the really nice designs and stuff like that but i think the part of the reason why black shops um charge more is because number one they want to make more money and number two um they might not be getting the same break on products and things like that that some of the asian companies do Mm, so they have to pass that cost on to the customer and in turn they're just more expensive and that's the same thing with black beauty supplies too 
Mm. Their shit costs a little bit more than some of the Asian-owned shops because they're not getting their shit at the same prices. So they got to, you know, pass that cost to the customer. Yeah, that's true because they, you know, um, they, you know, the Asians probably got, you know, they probably got people down there that they, right. they giving. A plug. Yeah, the super plug. Like, just like how they get all that food for these damn buffets and shit. You know what I'm saying? They not they getting hella discounts on that shit. Ain't no way a buffet should stay be able to stay in business as much food as they make and much food get waste and how the the amount that it costs. Like it's what buffet like eight dollars, nine dollars a person, and you spending all that money on all that food, like you either getting bullshit or you getting love down there from your fellow people. But it's rare when you go to a buffet where the food is actually quality. Yeah. And be like, you know, mediocre shit. I mean, it ain't nothing yeah, yeah, like. Yeah, it, it ain't nothing, yeah. You know, I mean, and then if you go to like a buffet in Vegas or something where they sell like some nicer shit, it's going to be expensive. You spending like $50 to get in a buffet. Yeah, I almost definitely spent $50 at the Rio. But never again, though, because they. They said it was a. Uh, you talking about that lobster buffet, and they give you them punk ass lobster tails. It's like yeah. look like shrimp. Yeah, but they they don't. It's not it's not all you can eat no more. Like you get the you get a ticket now, and I know it's a ticket for the lobster, and you get the five, and that's it. Or you get the whole lobster, but it's still like a small lobster, and that's it. You can't keep going back. Yeah, for the lobster, that's yeah. it. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, man, that's. Yeah, but most definitely there should be more black women having these salons. Like maybe or nail shops and spas. Maybe the the one that that in Inglewood you're talking about was so backed up because a lot of that's the only one where if black people want to support it, that's the only one they got. So you know they're gonna flood the scene. You know what I'm saying? So most definitely should be more every everything. It's OG Izo said you think black girls don't like black people doing their nails. They so used to the Asians. Um, I mean, it, it kind of goes back to the prices, too. Like, I think part of it is is that, well, I can't speak for all black women, but I could definitely speak for myself. Like, it's hard enough for me to maintain that budget of getting my nails done every two to three weeks, even in the Asian shops where they may be charging, like, $35 for a gel fill or something like mm-hmm. that. But you go into a black shop and now they charging you sixty five, seventy dollars, and then on top of that you got to book an appointment like two to three weeks in advance. Right. Sometimes you don't know exactly what day you're gonna want to go in there. You just going in at your leisure, whatever. Yeah. So it's kind of harder to support them sometimes when there is more barriers um, that make it challenging for us to do that. So um, I think that the black businesses need to find a way to keep themselves competitive with the Asian companies. And I know that's hard to do, but unfortunately in business, it is what it is. It's like people are going to support the companies that, you know, are the most competitive as far as the price and quality. Uh, OG Oslo said, but in New York, they got African nail shops. Oh God. Uh, That's, you know, that's a whole different thing. Like I still feel like at, at the end of the day, you know, we are. September is the most birthday packed month of the year. So chances are you have a few celebrations coming up. Make sure your friends and family feel special with a gorgeous bouquet of roses from 1-800-Flowers.com. 1-800-Flowers makes it easy to send the perfect gift. 24 multicolored roses for just $39.99. 
To get 24 multicolored roses for just $39.99, visit 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. Where he come from, but shit. Yeah, Anthony, you right. What'd he say? He said nails feet, nails and feet gel is $70. That, that shit is absolutely facts. Like, I... I mean, even at the Asian shops, you're you're rarely gonna spend less than sixty five dollars if you're getting your nails and feet done with gel. Yeah, I, I go to one on uh, Crenshaw and Imperial. Oh yeah. When I get when I get my dogs done, and <laughs> you know, I get the full the full pack. That shit like thirty five. Who you go to? You go to Diamond or you go to uh, Diane? I don't know their name. I just go. Diane was my girl, but I I left there because uh, my dude used to work um in that shop but now he has his own shop okay that's my nigga up. lee and at, at uh what side the the side he where, was at the side where burlington where rainbow at? is okay no the, i was on the other side where uh burlington oh, okay at. okay um no i don't want to get nobody no plug yeah, I was gonna plug Lee, but it's oh no, well that's your boy. You still go to him? Yeah, that's a plug. Most yeah, definitely plug. That's his shop is Diva Nails on Rosecrans and Western in the Plaza where Seven Eleven is. Okay, that Rosecrans and Western. That's uh, that's what, Gardena. Um, yes, Gardena. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. So since you go to the super ghetto, nigga. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I don't even know how to respond to that one. <laughs> I mean, I know people who live outside of the hood who come to that nail shop. Yeah, it's a lot of fuckery going on in that nail shop, but they do quality fucking work in there. And you gonna see some shit. Somebody gonna get cussed the fuck out for sure because it's always a bitch who's gonna say she don't like her nails or something. And sometimes bitches strategically going there saying actors don't want to pay. Mm-hmm. But the bottom line is, they almost st- everybody that come up out of there, they shits together. They still do. I'm that. just. Saying. They still do good work. When AC get her feet done, they start talking that shit in their language. <laughs> That's what they don't do. They love it. Stupid. <laughs> so before we go into our uh, our half hour, I mean well, our hour break, uh, I want to talk to you about uh the shit that's been going on in Chicago, all the killing. Have you been keeping up with that? I don't. I, I try not to focus on negative shit. It's too much of it already. Okay, so Chicago, as we all know, Shy Shy Chicago Shy Town, now dubbed uh, Shy Rack, has been. It's just. It's like the devil's playground out there. You know they they killing. I think like a hundred people are, are something crazy. Seventy somewhere between a hundred and three hundred people was killed like in the weekend. Either mm-hmm. killed or shot in the week in the one weekend. Wow. Or three days. Whatever the case. That's wild. And me personally, and people keep saying like don't don't send the uh the National Guards in there. Them niggas need National Guards in there. You think so? Yeah. It's three hundred people in a weekend. Do you think Trump gives a fuck about niggas killing each other? Why would he guard anything? That's what he wants to happen. Well, um, Let's see. Do I think he cared? No, but I think maybe the backlash of why he's not doing nothing. He don't want that, so he'll do it. Because there's been talks about it happening right now of of them sending the, the National Guard over there. Mm. And it's so crazy. I mean, w- would you rather 
Would you rather them sit there and just keep killing each other till they all gone? Or at least the National Guard will come in and, and niggas ain't about to. If a nigga shoot it out with the National Guard, it, hey, it was just your time. You wanted to go. It is what it is. But if a National Guard going there, I think it will slow things down. I don't think they need a National Guard. I think they need some assistance, some programs, some restructuring. They got all of that. Um, they do got, they? They got all of that. Do they? They got shit like the, the Donda house out there. You know what I'm saying? But these young people don't give a fuck about that shit. Like, they like, yo, this shy rack, this is what it is. You don't understand, you don't understand why I'm like this and fuck all that. I'm not convinced that they have all that, though. Because um, if people felt like they have something to live for, they wouldn't be so pressed to to shoot people. Mm-hmm. I don't know, because it's, it's people, out, even out here, we got niggas that still gangbanging to this day. It's niggas that, like I said before, are still going but to jail. But if you talk to a gangbanger, they will tell you that they doing this shit because they feel like they don't have any other options. Of course, there's some where, like, they whole family been in, in the gang and they just feel like it's like they born right or whatever to represent right. whatever. But I think the majority don't want to be in that shit, but they just felt like, you know, the odds were stacked against them. And they just was like, fuck it. Once upon a time, that's that uh, excuse would have been would have been cool. <laughs> excuse. But now when there's. When we in the days of everybody becoming their own boss, it's niggas out here that's just slanging pills and and uh serve just to look like they own and just to buy shit. like they're not trying to move on. So if you can be this 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 guy and doing what you're doing, you know you can do that shit on a bigger level. You don't know, and you see a lot of people out here, and it's even niggas like damn near every neighborhood out here got somebody that's on making moves whether it's in the industry or shit with real estate or or any anything like that and you see the shit niggas still go that way and you know just as much as i know we both grew up in 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 neighborhoods where we we both could have ended up the same way Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and definitely we didn't you know what i'm saying but that's because i grew up with people in my life who reinforced the fact that there were other options. So that's why I'm saying like, it's going to take someone that niggas actually respect to go in there and really make people believe that there's other options. Right. And no one's doing that. Uh, let's see. Okay. Like, well, like I said, the person that's uh, when somebody's on in everybody's everybody neighborhood out here, mm-hmm. you know, like a uh, let's say a, a RJ, RJ is is he hang with with gang members? Now you see that he's doing what he's doing. Mm-hmm. You could pick up a craft, like are oh, you nigga? You could get tell that nigga get you a camera, and, and you could start shooting camera and and doing photography work. You start working on it. Mm-hmm. You can see that shit like, oh, this nigga going somewhere. I'm cool with that nigga. We need to start building and do that. Like, I think niggas out here is is too setting their ways to, to go. Like, there's niggas that everybody grew up around in, in the city and didn't 
And in the midst of it, hanging around, hanging around with all the gangsters. Excuse me. Um, no, no mom or no dad, and still, still made it and, and changed their way. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I, so I think some people don't want to. Don't want to change. I think game. Oh, ba- that's absolutely game true. banging. So game banging now is just a social thing. You know what I'm saying? Like trap life. Period. I mean, it's glamorous. You know, it's like it's being glamorized in the music. It's being glamorized in the media. Um, absolutely, I, I definitely agree with that. But that's what I'm saying. Like, it's gonna take a whole culture shift. I'm not just talking about like just like oh, like it's gonna take for it to be cool to not do that shit. But I can't recall a time where it's not been cool to be a game banger. Like people still think that shit's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Cause Cause even in the music, they're still talking about that. You don't really hear people in the music saying how cool it is to be a biz. I mean, Jay-Z talks about shit like that. And and look at the backlash he get when when he try and tell niggas, this is, this is what's happening out there in Chicago. Like, nigga, stop putting money to your ear. Like, that shit is trash. I'll do this and that. Like, Jay-Z gave a nigga a whole blueprint with that 444. And niggas were shitting on it. I don't think there was enough uh, publicity on that album, though. Of course, of course not. Because like, look what he was pushing. Why would it be? But I'm talking about even just from a standpoint of them marketing that album. Like, a lot of people didn't really, really know that that shit was really out like that. You know, Jay-Z and Beyonce both be doing that shit sometimes where they just come out with these secret albums randomly and shit like that. And plus people just not checking for new music no more like how they used to anyway. But Brent, what's happening? He said the gang banging in Chicago is different than LA. There are no rules to the game out there. No structure. They're proud of the murder capital title. He said he grew up in New Orleans and was a and was the same mentality there in 94 when we were considered the murder capital. It was like a badge of honor. That's probably yeah. true. Oh, yeah, that is true. Uh, you know, and, you know, gangster was, it was always glorified. Everybody was, everybody rather be feared than loved in, in that era. Yeah. So. But why do you think that is, though? Because I still think that a lot of it has to do with the fact that movies in media we glorify that shit. But it, it it was these movies, all these niggas mimicking is the Godfather, right? Scarface, uh, uh, King of New York. All these are, you know, all these um, all these gangster movies, New Jack City, right? Uh, exactly. Boys in the Hood. This right. is what they glorify, and they you got niggas, you got niggas that started gang banging, um. In Little Rock, after seeing Boys in the Hood, you know, they start making hoods that was from out here in L.A. Okay, let me ask you this. What's a black movie that glorified education or entrepreneurship? Uh, was, it, uh, lean, was it Stand By Me? Lean on me? Lean, lean, on lean, me. lean on me. Lean on me. That was educational. He was pushing the line. Barely. He had to press they line hard to get them niggas to pass the SAT. And that's and what, I mean hard. Uh uh, what else? But even still, that shit was made in like eighty three. So give me another one. Mm, you can't say it. higher learning because that shit was 
you could put higher learning in there. Not really. It, it even the the like plot of higher learning wasn't really like about glorifying education. It was really like okay, the white boy coming and trying to kill a nigga because he on the college campus doing his shit. I mean, it nah. What's you, another? You one? can low key put boys in the hood on there because of Trey Pops. I mean, yeah, but I don't think that that was like the the main premise of the movie. Well, well, yeah, yes, it was. It was about that movie was about Trey. Being the that, movie was about Trey, being but that the boy movie in the hood. wasn't really about a nigga trying to elevate himself per se. Well, no, yes, it was he, a yes, nigga he was. To, but he was in the middle, and then look at uh Ricky, Ricky. You got you got Ricky and Trey are trying to set they self, set themselves away from the hood and, and move in the thing. And they got one foot in the hood, one foot out. You know what I'm saying? So, and that's what everybody is living today. Okay, let's go to the comments. So Brent says drumline. That's hilarious. <laughs> hey. Jazz, what's happening? She says Coach Carter. All right. I mean So if she says Coach Carter, then we could we could put sun, <laughs> we could put Sunset Park in there. Um, Anthony <laughs> said loving basketball. Loving basketball was a good one. Loving basketball. Jazz crazy ass says menace to society. <laughs> mm. Um what well, uh yeah, cause uh what was the name? Stacy was uh Stacy was gonna play football in college. I don't know. I mean but I feel it, like we trying too hard to make that shit like but, be I okay, I will give y'all one. I think Best Man was one because all of those people in that movie was like a group of people who went to school together and they all coming back to show how they didn't, you know, elevated themselves over the years and stuff like that. Dude was writing his book and shit like that. Um, I think that was a a positive image of black people in film. Um, I would say maybe... uh, Okay, I put it like this: Look, the movies that we named were what, what was was the situation of what black people was going through. Like, there's a there's a bunch of Rickies. I went to a school with a Ricky. Um, oh, uh, what was his name? Uh, he got killed when we was in. He was a star quarterback at Gardena High, and he was killed. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was for sure a for sure shot to go somewhere, and mm-hmm. was and life was cut short. Over bullshit. But do you understand how that even that scene could be very um, discouraging to a young black man? Like, if he's like, see, look, look at what happened to that nigga Ricky. He was supposed to go to college and look, they clapped his ass too, so I might as well start trapping shit. I mean, fuck. No, niggas try to play Trey. football. Look at Trey. And a nigga gonna get shot anyway, so shit, I might as well get the bag. Leave it crack. I mean, Leave it crack it, I don't think that movie is really a movie that make you want to go out and do some positive shit. Like, let's be honest. Nothing about Boys in the Hood makes a nigga want to fucking own a business or go to college or any of that shit. You, you could have been Trey or you could have been Doughboy. Love and Basketball probably would have been a movie like that because at least you could see they was having fun in, in college and shit and had their little shit going on. But the point is, is that we, we're trying so hard to make this shit fit. There's not a lot of good black movies out there that's promoting positive images of black people. Hey, yo, shout, yo, shout out to Diamond. Diamond here. Diamond. Ready. I can't. Hey, boo. 
now we're gonna throw me off with that shit. That Remember shit, that Ricky, shit old school. I can't read. It, it was a dude I went to school with. <laughs> uh, Ricky was was the homie I went to school with, and uh, it was his turn to read in in junior high. And he he kept brushing on like, nah, I want to read. I want to read. And that nigga just broke, snap. I can't. Amazon is offering sign-on bonuses up to one thousand dollars. Plus, get up to twenty dollars an hour for select roles. The best part. We're hiring near you, so start now to take home something greater. New, higher wages with a sign-on bonus, a range of real benefits, and career growth opportunities in a top-rated workplace. So earn more and see how great pay and sign-on bonuses can lead to a greater life for you. Go to Amazon.com apply. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Bundling home and car insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? They may drop little hints like... Beautiful day out. Even more beautiful since we saved by bundling our home and car insurance with GEICO. Or... Yard work is hard. Much harder than bundling with GEICO, which was easy. Or it may be even subtler, like... Speaking of burgers, we bundled our home and car insurance with GEICO and saved a bunch of money. Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors. And now it's GEICO's Motorcycle Rules of the Road. Before you ride, make sure your mirrors are clean and adjusted properly. And if you're going on a group ride, make sure the lead biker knows where they're going. Uh, Ed, quick question. Where are you taking us? Oh, I have no idea. What, am I the leader? <laughs> because I was uh, following that dude with the red helmet. Where, Where is he? And the rule to saving on motorcycle insurance is, in 15 minutes, Geico could save you 15% or more. Get read! <laughs> That's crazy she remember that shit. Uh... Boys in the Hood had had the, had subliminals. Uh, they talking about what's they talking about? They talking about somebody cried in the movie. He's talking about uh, Best Man. He said a, a a when old boy cried at the end um, of Best Man on the second one. Comedy. Did somebody <laughs> sleep with somebody's wife in Best Man? Oh yeah, it was a lot of shit going on in those Best Man movies. Yeah, that most definitely that. That's it was exactly. a lot of shit. Jesus Christ. Um. Yeah, but yeah. um. I think I'm a, I'm a, uh, neither here nor there. Um, we need more black movies that um, promote positive images of black people because, you know, everything you seeing of black people on film nowadays is fuckery, even on these videos on Facebook and shit like that. Niggas is out here fighting each other. Niggas is getting their ass whipped by Asians, fucking white people shooting us and shit like that. It's nothing that's inspiring us to want to be better and do better as far as these images. It has to be someone that's in your life personally that's pushing you. But for the most part, there's nothing that we're really seeing projected that at least we had different world and shit back in the day, you know. Or even the Cosby show, but for the most part, you don't, or, you know, Fresh Prince even, you know, but they don't really have nothing right now that's making young black people want to do anything different. Well, the stuff that's out here, I think T.I. got a TV show called uh, The Grand Hustle or something, you know, black, it's not, it's not appealing to black people. Who, T.I.? Yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not ratchet enough. They like, they want to, they want to see uh, power and they want to see uh, love and hip hop. I'm getting tired of power too. And and I used to like that show, but the plot is just starting to lose me, dude. It's like, 
Okay, dude. Like, when is Tariq going to get shot? Waiting on that shit. Um, when is Angela ass going to get caught? Waiting on that shit. Um, it was total fucking, I don't, hey, first off, I'm about to, it's a spoiler alert, so if you didn't watch the last couple episodes, I'm about to say some shit right now, so don't talk, listen. Talk that shit, ain't But, you? um, it was a total fucking, um, unexpected change when that nigga Terry just peeled out on, um, uh, Tasha like that, you know, I just knew that he was gonna go ahead and just testify or whatever it was that he had to do. Um, so, you know, it, it has its moments where it's like something that happened that you don't expect, but for the most part, power's starting to get kind of boring, y'all. I'm starting to feel about power like how I felt about Empire. Like, I don't care if I don't see the episode on Sunday. Is it that bad? As bad as Empire? It's starting to for me. I can't speak for everybody, obviously, but it's starting to get to that point where I'm kind of getting irritated with the shit. Like, okay, what's going to happen? You know what I mean? All right, I need some fresh air. We're going to go into break real quick. Uh, Got a song by an artist named Bodie. Two words. Artist name is Bodie. You should have played Bitch, I'm a Cow. I can play that when we get up <laughs> out of here. Because you got you to gotta talk. You got to go into that song. Bitch, I'm a Cow. <laughs> here we go. We got Bodie. Two words. Trouble of 
trying to heal a broken heart that's overshadowed. Cause apologies are nothing in this matter. So I follow in your steps to go and find someone that's better. That'll stand up when his life is forecasting inclement weather. You'll be standing in the rain when you lose your fella. And I can be walking by, but I ain't sharing my umbrella. They said a woman's scorn is a nightmare to a nigga. So I'm about to show the world a good man gone bitter. Thought you was my Cinderella. Till you lost your glass slipper. Now you're tardy to the party of a real ass nigga. Karma is a mother is the motto of the year. So if you think about me, these the words that you gon' hear. And that's fuck you. You know you can never fear. So loving me is something you just told me. I wish you would've kept it real. Cause all the lies that you were telling you don't owe me. Girl, you're not obligated. Girl, you're not obligated. Girl, you're not obligated to hold me down. I wish you loved me like you used to. You came around, so it's fuck you. <laughs> so it's fuck you. I, since you found out that I made it, it's fuck you. Two words, two words. I wish you love me like you used to. That was Bodie. I like that one. With two words. Hope y'all like that joint. I like that one a lot. Oh, they were still in here talking. Uh, <laughs> okay, we got AC in the message boards. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Uh, somebody told me to make a playlist of the songs that I've been playing on the show. Most definitely, uh, I had to post that shit on. You know, my favorite is that little chopped and screwed one. Oh, okay. You can still like fuck with that, that one, one, huh? Mm-hmm. Don't be showing me favoritism because I'm on that song. I didn't even know you were on that song. Yeah, I'm on the last verse of that song. Okay, I'm gonna have to listen to it again. Yeah, buddy. I just like a good chopping screw that shit. It's cool. I mean, you, you can show love to the whole team. You know, you, you, you know. But you, you did your shit. You did your shit. Thank you. Thank you, my sister. Did your shit. Wait, those, I see y'all still up in here. You know, salute to y'all. What's happening? Let me see. Shout out to uh, B Hop. Shout out to uh, Demis, OG Eyes Low. You know what I'm saying? Anthony up in his team. Uh, who else we got in here? Uh, we got Brent. Thank you for returning, my G. We got Jasmine up in here. Jasmine. We had uh, who, somebody else missing. Diamond. Diamond D up in this yes, joint. Yes, my girl. What the D stand for? I don't know. Shine bright like a diamond. Uh, so yeah. Um, damn. It's it's. What else was that? Should I go into the the, the Baltimore police officer? Should we go into that? You got all the heavy shit. What's up with the heavy? I mean, I mean, it's Friday. You want to give me that heavy? I mean, th- this situation here got people like Dang. I've seen some people defending this nigga. What's heavy? Uh, what I, nigga? I, I'll wait. What Baltimore nigga? I'm okay, just... so so we got we got the Baltimore police officer. If y'all haven't seen by now. Uh, there was a Baltimore police officer. Oh, that black dude that was whooping on that dude's ass like that. Yeah, he 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 was seen on video, uh, unloading a uh, flurry of punches. A flurry of punches. <laughs> a McFlurry. Yeah. <laughs> he hit that nigga with the McFlurry oh of punches, and um, 
a black cop assaulting a, a black male, mm. older black male. Mm. And it was crazy because he was suspended instantly. No. Because he's black. You, you feel me? Okay, now, you know. And it but was, he did go in like really hard, though. way crazy, like right. So <laughs> yeah, so it's like, and then you know the dude, he kind of like pushed pushed his hand away. You're not supposed to touch an officer at all before the the before punches? the punch. That's what made the punches go. Like he was in his uh, face, and he okay. like pushed the officer. You know what I'm saying? And the officer just start the McFlurry, <laughs> and he with with the M M&M and M McFlurry, and um. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, that Oreo McFlurry is what he gave him. And he beat the dog shit out this dude. And, yeah, he did. And it was crazy that he got suspended right afterwards. As soon as the video came up, usually it take a couple days. Like, this was the next day he was suspended. Mm-hmm. And was the trip was that it was people that um that was defending him. And defending me, what the black man did? Defending the officer. It was black people defending the officer. And I said, mm-hmm. look. Yo, why it, because he's black right so i'm like yo so it goes both ways then this nigga this nigga beating him if it's a cop beating a unarmed person like that but you know it's different if you if you like hand him up and handcuffed him you know even the other and that's another thing i never seen a video with two black police officers there. Mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so even the other black officer was like oh shit what am i supposed but to do he didn't really try to stop him either right so that mean they're, they're, it's all about the blue shield to them. Mm-hmm. So they're beating a, a, a unarmed black dude. They just as guilty, or he's just as guilty as a white man would. And people should be in the uproar about this just as much, or black people should be in the uproar about this just as much as they would be if it was a, a white police officer. Well, my thing is, because I'm looking at it right now, again, um, it's one thing if he hit him a couple times to try to subdue him, but he was just taking off on him like they was in a hood fight. It's almost like he forgot he was a cop for a minute and went back to the hood and was like, I'm I'm firing on this nigga. Right, right. You know, so that is where he went wrong, in my opinion. It's like if he would have, like, pushed him up a little bit to kind of get him subdued and handcuff him, that's one thing. But that shit to me look like the fights that I be seeing on my timeline any other time. It's like, oh, a nigga disrespect you and hit your hand and you just start firing on a nigga. That shit look like something off a of, uh, world star. Yeah. So that was inappropriate. So why why aren't black people in the uproar about that like they would be if that was a white officer? This is why when shit happened with, you know, white officers no other races we lose credibility right and they look and be like well you guys didn't jump and do this and that because of this now we have one of our own doing it to our own and like there's like no uproar no marches no um you know no uh black figures doing uh presses and and all that shit for this yeah it's true and i mean it's definitely a double standard no i don't think anyone um will object to that you know what i'm saying it's a double standard this is this is the double standard and that like you said it 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 makes us lose our credibility in what we stand for you know it's unfortunate like don't Mm -hmm. don't protect this nigga because he's black 
Like, get get him up out of here. He's bad on the force, too. And get that other fool up out of here for not even trying to break it up. Right. He moving people out the way so he can still fire on him. <laughs> the dude, was, he was laying on the steps getting fired on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at the still shot of him. Like he's it's not, not funny, but it is. It's he like, ain't even looking at the police officer getting fired on. Like he, he's looking to the street. He probably oh looking at man. the other police officer. Like nigga, is it, you gonna help it's me? It's another nigga just sweeping the sidewalk. Like ain't shit going on. I mean, it's just it's wild. The nigga got on some hot pink shorts, getting his ass fired on by the cops. Some shiny hot pink shorts and some fucking blue socks and white sneakers, nigga. And yeah. You know what I'm saying? Nigga still got a broom in his hand, like, <laughs> didn't do shit, though. I don't know. It's it's wild. I think probably part of the reason why nobody uproared on this one is because this video is honestly so ridiculous on other levels that it's, like, distraction from the fact of what even happened. Mm. You know? It's just ridiculous. Yeah. I don't know. It's wild. Like, how... Yeah. Our, our police force, man. And then again, like, did the dude bring that on himself? Like, for some for some reason. He pe- did slap that nigga shit, like, nigga, you yeah. know? And this is, like, also one of those things, like, because I was just talking to someone about this earlier, about how I think that officers should um, police their own neighborhoods because they're familiar with the culture in the neighborhood, so they're going to respond in a way that makes sense to the people in that neighborhood. So let's just use that argument for a moment. If that's the case, then what this cop did is kind of like a reflection of how niggas um, respond to that type of disrespect in the hood. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If a nigga just slap your hand like, like nigga, fuck you or something, right. you gonna fire on this nigga. That's that's you exactly, know what I'm saying. What I'm so saying. it's like he he kind of responded in the way that Some any other shit. nigga would respond. But the problem is, this nigga, you're a cop and you're working right now. Like you're supposed to be minimizing this shit. You're not supposed to be participating in the shit. But that's what happens though when you take someone from the neighborhood who might still have certain mentalities of the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. He gonna respond like. A nigga from the neighborhood. He forgot he was a cop for a minute. OG Oslo said Freddie Gray. He said them them was black officers. Yeah, I mean, and, and you know, I mean, what happened to them officers? And people stood up. Was all was all of them black? Well, one thing I will say is that dude that um that uh killed that dude over the handicap spot did get charged. Yeah, yeah. But we'll see if anything happened to him, if he go to jail or, you know, you can get charged and get fucking house arrest or probation for seven years. Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? Like, if he's right, going- saying charge doesn't really say what the punishment is. Yeah. Uh, Don said, gosh, I, w- I wasn't going to watch it, but now I have to the way <laughs> AC describing it. Yeah, it, yeah it, it was it was epic. Yeah, it was nuts. Hey, old dog come in slamming shit. So high ass. Um, he said they got kicked off the force. I'm just saying, y'all said it like we don't march against our own. We do. That's one instance, nigga. You know, let's how many how many niggas out here marching for niggas that get killed on the street every day? Wait a wait a minute. Hold on a second. I want to understand what he's saying. 
um, we don't march against our own, and we do. He's, um, he's saying it like we say it. I'm saying it like, uh, are we saying it like we don't march for our own? No, against I, our own, or against like our as own. If, like if a black person does something that's inappropriate, we don't go against that. That, or, um, or we don't go against officer. it in the same way that we do when white people do shit that's inappropriate. Let's be honest about that. Mm-hmm. We're we're not saying that we don't do it at all, but it's not in the same way as when white people do shit that's inappropriate. Yeah, I mean, even with the shit with with the the Asians, I do you know how many videos I see with black women? Whooping bitches' asses in Burger King, McDonald's, Popeyes, and all this shit. It's not the same reaction as these Asian people whooping the the person's ass in the nail shop. Let's be honest about that. Because. We laugh at the shit when we see niggas whooping each other's ass in McDonald's and Burger King and Popeyes and shit. But when the Asians whooping some, a black person's ass, then it's like, oh my God, how could they have done that? Because at the nail shop? it's okay for us to do it to ourselves. They it's basically like, nigga, you ain't doing it to us. We can do it to right. ourselves. The same way we say when it comes to family. Like, I could talk shit about the family, but you can't talk shit about the family. Yeah, we we got a caller. Seriously, not another podcast. It's, it's just uh, OG Oslo clarifying my um my my comment. Cause okay. I couldn't, I couldn't type that shit, man. Okay. What's happening? And, uh, and I was just saying that, like, basically, like, we we do um it, it it's been a few incidences where there was black officers involved in bullshit with the white officers cuz we know black officers are like the overseers you know black people know we don't really trust black officers like that we feel like they're you know on the other side too mm-hmm. if you you know came in contact with police and um the people the people march and stuff like that like wrong is wrong every once in a while there's there's some that slip through the cracks it's like every once in a while there's some killings, um, some white officers kill blacks that slip through the cracks too. But for the most part, you know, I don't really see too much like differences um, when it comes to the police as far as against our own. You know what I mean? Because like Freddie Gray, them, them were all black officers in Baltimore, all of them. So mm. you know, and that that was one of the um, the 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 things that kind of started you know a lot of shit too. You know, Freddie Gray along with um, Trayvon and and everybody else so like i just so let me ask you this um og why is it that like how i just said a moment ago like i've seen countless videos of black employees at mcdonald's burger king popeyes whooping customers asses and nobody that i've seen has said anything negative about that but when we see the video of the asian people whooping ass it's it's huge because usually when you see a black person going off, it's it's with probably because everybody feel like, oh, well, they should have went off like that. Like, oh, yeah, if that nigga would have did that to me, I would have been going nuts, too. I'd have been going crazy, too, where when it's another race, it's like, wait a minute. And then, and then it'd be a lot of times it'd be within community situations that is already inflamed. Like it's already it's, it, it's been like issues with blacks and Asians you know, since the riots, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So, like, that's not, like, a new issue. So just seeing something like that and and it going off like that, of course it's going to go viral. So let me just play devil's advocate for a minute. uh, So so you think that a person who owns their business doesn't have the right to feel like they're being violated when they are not being paid? 
because it sounded like you were saying a moment ago when black people go off on people or start fighting people in places of business, they're doing it for a reason. So a person who owns their business who's not being paid for a service that they delivered is not a valid reason to go off on somebody and and they getting cussed out and shit after the fact, after they delivered a service? I mean, at the same time, as a business owner, you can't you can't react to situations like, you know, like you basic because you got a lot more to lose. So business owners usually just call the police. But these were employees. I mean, you know. These are... I mean, I, I'm not assuming that every person that works in a nail shop owns a nail shop. So, theoretically, these are employees the same way that the black people that work at McDonald's and Burger King are employees. So, how is it different? Yeah, them motherfuckers was fighting like like all them motherfuckers owned it up. Because the Asians always be talking. I mean, just like, like when you were saying earlier, like you go into an Asian shop and they're they're speaking in Asian and they think that you don't know that. that, that we're, so, you know, black folks is all fives, too. You, you know, I know you talk about, I don't got to understand two licks of a word you saying to not know and understand that you talking about me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, with the, with the agents, I'm, I'm sure that it was already conflict and already stuff going on in that neighborhood nail shop anyway. That's like the neighborhood nail shop. Mm-hmm. So we don't know how many times and people already got into it with them and how far and how easy that the situation escalated. Got it. You know what I mean? Okay. That's all I'm saying. I'm going to let y'all continue with your topics. I don't want to interrupt. I'm kind of into it. All right. All right. Appreciate the call. And, yeah, no worries. And just to clarify, I'm not saying that I think it's okay for Asians to put their hands on black people. I was only asking that question because I wanted to get um, his perspective on that because um, I do think that sometimes we give each other passes on doing things that we wouldn't give other cultures doing. And I don't necessarily think that's a wrong thing or a right thing, but it's just a fact, you know? Mm. I'm not prepared to say that I think that it's right or wrong that we do that, but I know that we do it, you know? Well, it's kind of like, um, uh, we, we, you know, it's like, even like when it comes to like disabilities or homosexuality or anything, black people, even when it comes to comedy, black people can talk about any fucking race in comedy, but let a white comedian talk about a black person and make a black joke. It's like a big ass deal. You know what I mean? Are you fucking kidding me? If we really being honest about the shit, there's only a few white comedians like Lisa Lampanelli or something like that who could really get away with talking about niggas and and not get backlash. That's because she done fucked enough. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I mean, I I always felt like that. I always feel like that when people, when, you know, I'm always the type that fair is fair. Mm -hmm. If you sitting here saying cracker or this and that, and you and you're making racial slurs. Don't get mad when this motherfucker over here is going to say the same thing. You say cracker, okay. Well, well, what nigger? You know what I'm saying? Like you done, and then now you want to start taking off on him. Mm-hmm. Like you said the cracker first. Mm-hmm. It's rappers say cracker all the time. Let a white rapper come out and say nigger, and what's gonna happen? Our shit, yeah. nigger, for instance. You know what I'm saying? So, and I see it especially like in comedy. You know. um, yeah, comedy for sure. I, I definitely think it's a double standard in comedy when it comes to certain racial jokes. And that's not to say white comedians don't make racial jokes because they definitely do, but they can't push the limit in the same way that black comedians can. Mm. Um, 
you know, I just, I, I definitely do see some areas where there's double standard, but I think that it's one of these things where sometimes we just feel like we had a right to say what the fuck we want to say. I, I think with, or do what the fuck with we the jokes, do. I think with us would make it jokes about other races. Mm-hmm. Um, it lean more towards funny. I think when the other ones do it, it's more toward like scandalous. Like, but I mean, if it's a comedian, their goal is to be funny. I, I heard, I heard a joke say, "What's the difference between a uh, a, 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 a black a black father and a uh, and a large pizza? What's the difference between a black man and a large pizza? What a pizza can feed a family of four. Wow." You know what I'm saying? So you have jokes like that. So you're saying that they take lower blows. Like, we'll we'll say some lighthearted shit. Like, man, white people can't dance with shit or something like that. Yeah. Whereas they go deep with the shit, like, yeah. to the yeah. core. Yeah, they, 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 they cut they cut deep. Yeah. You know they, what I'm saying? So they, they, they do do that. I will say that. They do do that shit. Um, and, and, but I think part of it is also our perception of what they're doing, too, because... Kind of like what um, OG Izo said a minute ago, like there's history there. So it's like even if their intent is not to be, um, you know, oh, taking deep jabs, it's like there's so much history with us that anything they fucking say is going to be like a deep cut, you know? Watch this. Hey, y'all, hey, y'all know the difference between a black man and a uh, large pizza? A black man <laughs> and a large pizza. What's the difference between a black man and a large pizza? A pizza can feed a family of four. That's a fucked up joke. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucked up, right? <laughs> he said, "Oh yeah, that's a fucked up joke." <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? So, so like that, that's all the way fucked up. It, it, it now you can now white people and they audience would laugh. So like, you think Mexicans don't be thinking it's fucked up when niggas be joking about, you know, how Latinas can get pregnant just by looking at them and all kind of shit they be saying and they little jokes and stuff like that yeah yeah everything i mean it, it across the board like it's just fast we're talking about immigration shit and different topics that hit home for people yeah oh, who yeah. are impacted by that shit yeah of course that but that's what i'm saying so if you saying all this and these motherfuckers get up and start saying some shit back even if it cut deeper than the shit you just said you can't get mad. Next time, you better but start. They cut- got mad at Roseanne. Well, Roseanne, Roseanne just it, that shit was just she, tasteless. She said somebody looked like a monkey that actually did look like a fucking monkey. And, and she, from she, Planet of the Apes. And she she admitted that she to didn't me know. that was a joke. Yeah, but, but a lot now. of people you can't, took that shit. Yeah, you can't it, call a black person she monkey. She didn't dude. look like that shit, but she legitimately fucking did. Though. It don't matter. You can't call no black people no but monkey. But that's what I'm saying. That's though. the line. It's not the same because it was that's, a good joke the, to me because the bitch really did look like Planet of the Apes. But that's the point. It's like who gets to decide what's appropriate and what's not. I mean, well, calling a black person monkey, all it all bets. Was are that off. lady even black? Yeah, she's black. But she Ro- must have been biracial or something. That's she- what Roseanne said. Roseanne's I believe Roseanne really felt like she didn't know she was black. Roseanne That's what I'm saying. Roseanne, I didn't when even she was, think that lady was black. When she snapped, she was like, I didn't even know the bitch was black. I, I didn't either. <laughs> now, she looks like, you know, 
like the other. I don't know what it is. Yeah, she don't other. she don't fully look black. But you know she saying? do look like a Planet of the Apes, though. That's what she do look like. I mean, you know, it, Lucy. You know, um, it's fucked up. I mean, but it, neither here nor there. You know. Yeah, she she said she she thought she was white. She didn't say I thought the mother. Yeah, she she thought she was white. Yeah. I think I I think I'm I, uh, I worded she it wrong. was a tanned white woman too. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, with with with, with the language though, niggas gotta not black people but everybody gotta you know respect each other if, if there's gonna be jokes mm-hmm. if you're gonna say a joke like you know white people clutch their purse when i walk by and shit mm-hmm. like that's that's stereotyping right a stereotype joke so if a white person come and say you know um i had to cross the street because i seen a black guy like except that's that's an eye for eye you said mm-hmm. some shit said some shit right and it always it always been like that yeah you know, uh, I mean, you know, a- as you say, neither here or there. But that actually brings us to the next topic because there was a um, video where a black woman was saying that she didn't get a job opportunity because of her name, and it kind of made me think about um, the backlash that um, Raven Simone got when she uh, made that joke about the name uh, water, water, Watermelon Drisha or something like that, I think it was. Wa- water, watermelon, no. watermelon Drisha or something like that. That wasn't no real name, was it? No, it was. It was a real name. Somebody named was Ma- Watermelon Drisha? Watermelon Drisha. Something, something about Watermelon watermelon Drina or something. But, Come on, you know, Raven Simone said something on The View along the lines of just, like, how ridiculous the shit was and how having a name like that could, you know, impact someone's job opportunities. And it's actually true. Yeah. But she got a lot of negative backlash on that shit. First of all, why wasn't uh, Children's Services called on that mom for naming her? (laughs) Did you know that United Healthcare helps connect you to doctors and therapists with 24-7 access to virtual care? So I could have therapy from my couch? Yep. Or a doctor appointment from my car? If you wanted to. Wait, you're right. I don't even like when people see me sing in the car. Couch appointment it is. Virtual visits are just one of the ways United Healthcare helps connect you to better health. Learn more at UHC.com. Plan benefits may vary. There's never been a better time to switch to Spectrum Mobile. You could save hundreds of dollars on your mobile bill. Plus, there are no added taxes, hidden fees, and no contracts, all on the most reliable service. Click to try the Spectrum Mobile Savings Calculator. In three easy steps, you'll see how much you could save with Spectrum Mobile. Visit SpectrumMobile.com save today. Spectrum Internet required. Savings may vary. Restrictions apply. Visit SpectrumMobile.com save for details. Who, it's already a stereotypical just for black people in watermelon. You gonna name the baby after? Are you fucking kidding me? You gonna name the baby after Are you that fucking shit? Kidding? Are you fucking kidding me? I can't believe y'all haven't heard about that. That was a big deal Wait, a that, couple years ago. I didn't mean to do the horn. That was the wrong one. I mean to do this. <laughs> yeah, that shit. Really watermelon Dresha. Yeah. How was she grown? Is watermelon Dresha grown? Um, I would assume so because they're talking about jobs. Yeah. Why, when she turned eighteen, she didn't go legally change, change that shit. shit? She probably couldn't afford to change that shit. That do that shit cost a lot to change the name? It's like five hundred. 
400 something. Shit, you'll make that back with the jobs you get. Shit, that watermelon drink ain't going to cut it. Who who got 400 something right now to go change their name? I wait. Shit, I got it, but shit, nigga might be hurting like a motherfucker afterwards. That's what I'm <laughs> saying. Are you, you fucking kidding me? You just gonna have to me? watermelon that bitch out for another month or two. Like, look. Nigga, so I got I hit him with the iron guy. I'm broke as fuck, but I bet you I get my chances of getting a job is way better. Because my name ain't fucking watermelon Drisha. Okay, I can understand this. Look, uh, uh, John Nisha. Maybe her dad name was John. Mom name There's was Keisha. Who the fuck name was Watermelon Dresha? Um, her was was her mom was she eating watermelon and put this together? Somebody spliced this shit right real quick. Anybody yeah, in the room? Her, her mom was craving watermelon her whole pregnancy, and her godmama name is Shandresha. So they combined it, and it's watermelon Dresha. Bruh. Yeah. And, and no no shot at my black people. She had to be a single mom. To, for, wow. How you going to say let, something let you, like that? Oh, me, my God. Wait, let me finish. With the, are you fucking kidding me? Let, uh, hold on. Let me finish. Are you fucking kidding me? Let me finish. Are you fucking kidding me? Dude. Let me finish why I said that because wow. ain't no way a father is about to let his daughter name be Watermelon Dream. It was probably that nigga's idea. He need his ass whooped too. Shit. Watermelon Dream, they not coming to the cookout. They done. B-Hop said Kool-Aid Disha. I'm done. Don't be clowning because uh, you got a good name. Benjamin Tyler. Hey, saw, my, saw my baby brother out. He got he got a good ass name. If you don't get no good job, then, then you did something wrong, Benjamin. Okay? Because you got the name. Now you just got to have the vision. So my name's Tyler. Benjamin Tyler. Right. Benjamin Tyler <laughs> Hobson. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I mean, Lord. So, so the so the girl we talking about, we we done went on a full scale rush on, on water Melodisha. I still I can't believe that. Yeah, but point being is that, um, okay, this is one area where I guess black people did trip when um uh, a black person says something because they definitely came for uh for Raven Simone when she uh said something about that name. Now, I don't know if it's because she half white and they was just going off on the white side. I don't know. Wait, Raven Simone half white? She's biracial. God damn, um, I didn't know that. She's biracial. And and also, Raven Simone does not identify as uh, African-American. What's she, what's she identify um, as? She says that she's American. Um, You know. Okay, I mean, we all American in this bitch, right? Um, I don't know about here. that. I mean, I, was I don't born, subscribe we was born to here. that. I'm black. Kusa, are you, are you American? Said, I don't identify with the country. You take your ass I'm a year. What, what are you if you go to Europe? <laughs> this, is, this is not my country. I just live here. Hmm. Okay. okay. I, mean, I mean, we don't know who owns these countries. I don't None of us own I these countries. I didn't say I don't own it. I said this is not my country. What is your country? I don't know. That's why I'm black. You just took the goddamn test for the uh, the It DNA. says I'm West African, but it didn't tell me the exact country. And so that's mm-hmm. what I'm trying to find out now. So I used to think I was Tanzanian, but that's been disputed because that's in East Africa. So now I'm thinking maybe Sierra Leone or Ghana, but um, it hasn't been proven at this point. So I am black. I don't identify with being African. I get offended when people call me African-American. 
Mm. Like when uh, what's his name? The nigga that ain't been around for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I forgot uh, the nigga name. Uh, uh, pickles. Yeah, sour pickles. When he was trying to debate with me about that shit, like I don't know sociology. I don't identify with African American. I feel like, you know, white people think that's the politically correct thing to say, and it actually offends me more. Because it's like they want to differentiate the fact that you're African-American. You're not American. So I can see why Raven Simone wanted to just say, oh, I'm American or whatever. Um, but I don't I don't really subscribe to any of that shit. I'm black. Fuck it. Mm. That's just my attitude about it. Cool. So what you identify as? African-American He says male. he's African-American. Hey, Gregory, what you identify as? He says he's a nigga. <laughs> yeah, nigga most definitely gonna come up with that that nigga, I'm a nigga. Are you fucking kidding me? What do you me? identify as, Been Ready? That's a good question. You don't uh, know? You know, I I mean, when I fill out applications, I put, I, sometimes it's African-American, it's black. I well, mean, we're not talking we about are, applications. If I, if somebody was to ask you what race you are, what would you say? We're not talking about the box. The box only gives you, like, one or two options. No, the box gives you unlimited options. What do you call yourself? I'll go with black. I'll say black. African. I'm. I'm. I'm African American. Fuck it. I'm African American. Oh, so, you, so you just gonna hit them with a switch hat? I'm. I mean, it's. I. I don't know. We was taught that the shit was the same shit. Uh, so, but we were taught a that's lot. That's a good. Of things. That's a good question. I really. And the and I'm gonna tell y'all why I don't identify as African American because. Because in my opinion, in my humble opinion, I think that an African-American would be um, someone who either was born in Africa or they have um, family that is from Africa and they live in America. Like I have a friend who's a a first generation um, American. His family's from Nigeria and they now live in America. So he is an African-American like he has. Was he born? But he wasn't born his, here. His mother and father were born in Nigeria. They came here and they had him. So they're still Nigerian. They was born there. If you born in America, you would be American. Period. But my my point is just to say I would consider him to be African American because he still grew up with you know African culture in his household and he lives in America. His parents are African. Like, mm-hmm. they have citizenship, you know, originally in Africa, and then they got citizenship in America later. So, to me, that's African-American. And even though we have, like, roots from Africa, if we're really being honest, we don't relate to Africans culturally. So, what is you black? Know? Tell me what so black is. So, I Explain. don't think it's even, I think it's kind of like um, one of the reasons why Africans sometimes get, offended when we identify as african-american because they feel like we really don't know shit about africa and i could honestly say that i don't you know so how am i gonna call myself african-american when i don't really identify with african culture other than the fact that i have you know descendants that are from africa like eons ago so explain black so tell me where black comes from black is just talking about your features so that's just saying, like, oh, well, our you, features is from Africa, though. But 
black is just a term that's used to describe a person who is of color. So it's talking about phenotypes and stuff like that. Like, like you're black, you look like you're black, you know, or they used to say colored back in the day. Because it's multiple peoples, it's multiple peoples of color. So you have, that's true. You have, that's like a, that's like a, 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 a Hispanic over here saying that, oh, I'm brown. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, oh, I'm brown. Exactly. No, they they identify as. But them. another difference between us and Hispanics is they know exactly where they came from, so it's easy for them to identify as Mexican or Puerto Rican or whatever. How many of us can actually say that we know what African country we came from, or have any part of us that um, identifies with our actual African culture? I know a lot of Mexicans who still got a lot of Mexican traditions and cultures right, in right. their in their lifestyle. So it's easier for them to identify as Mexican than for us to identify as African American. Okay, so look, so how many generations have your people been in here, like here in America? At least three to four. So that would qualify you as a man, like you generations deep here, like you should be American at this point, right? Technically, I am American. I choose not to identify as American. Oh, okay. Now, now that now we got somewhere. Hold on. I choose not to identify as American just because I don't feel like I'm a part of this country either. Okay. You know, I don't feel accepted by this country. I, mean, I have American, you know, culture and tradition as far as like the you know, the pop culture and, like, the shit that Americans are known for, but we celebrate as far hella, as me feeling like I'm a part of this shit, like, not really. We celebrate really. hella American holidays. You know what I'm saying? Like, we follow... I, I a, celebrate Cinco de Mayo, too. So does that make me Mexican? No, but... Because that shit is a holiday in my squad. That shit, it, we it celebrate is, that shit like... It is a holiday. Like, niggas should be celebrating Kwanzaa, which niggas don't. It's how not- many how many black people actually know any goddamn thing about Kwanzaa and actually celebrate the shit? I wait. You heard you heard them crickets. And I make a point to acknowledge the day Nia because that's my daughter's name, and I you know I make a point to acknowledge that particular day of Kwanzaa. But for the most part, I can say I don't either. So that's my point. Like. I'm not trying to diminish the fact that we have descendants from Africa, but what I'm saying is if we're really be- if we're being really honest with ourselves, we don't have a lot of things that we do that connect us to the African culture. We exactly. don't. Exactly. That's why I would say like if you're and here And we have the option to seek that out, but we still don't choose to do that a lot of times. Cuz how many generations are we removed from Africa? You feel what I'm saying? 3 like- to 4. Mm, three but to four he, I know I know niggas who will go to Cabo before they go to Africa. Well, that's because Cabo is like party central. I mean, you know, you, you got the. So you think it's not some fun shit to do in Africa? I don't know. I'm pretty and sure it is. I'm not pretty, trying to find out. Either. I'm pretty sure it's fun to go. It's it's fun, fun to anywhere. go anywhere. Exactly. You know what I'm so, but that's like the uh, Cabo is like in the top ten. The closest niggas to get to a black country might be Jamaica 
or some shit like that. But for the most part, black people, in my opinion, you know, um, get all sensitive and stuff when people don't want to identify as African-American. But it's like, how are y'all or we trying to be connected to African culture? And, and I know that there's a lot of Africans that want us to be connected, but we're not. OG Arslo said Kwanzaa is low-key made up. Oh, wow. <clears throat> I can't speak to that. I don't know anything about that. But, you know, I mean, you know, <laughs> w- when you sit and have a, uh, we got, we got DeAnthony up in his joint. Uh, white boy, what do they say? White boy from the hood is still European American. Hmm. OG Izo is crazy. He gonna say, uh, when we dance, we move. That's African. Cornrows are African. That is true. <laughs> that is true. What, what you think about the white boy from the hood is still a European American? Or it? Or is is a white boy from the hood still a European American? He's asking, is a white boy from the hood still a, a European American? Yeah, what do you think? Um... Mm, I mean, technically, they are. And see, that's the thing, too. Like, white people know where they came from. If you ask most white people, they can tell you, like, oh, you know, we're German, we're Italian, we're French, or whatever. Even if they might be, you know, a white boy in America, for the most part, they can tell you what country their family derives from. But there's not a lot of black people that can do that. Well, I think that's on the individual to go back and check. And that's why they don't say European-American, because they know where their roots came from. And white people take a sense of pride in saying they're American. So that's why they're so quick to be like, oh, I'm American, because they feel like they own this shit. You know, it's it's some other shit there with that. But, you know, we don't have the time to get into that topic. Yeah, that's a whole other topic. But... All I'm saying, y'all, is that for all of y'all who's out here pro-African-American, be about that shit. Hell, educate me. Tell me some shit I don't know. I, w- I want to learn. I'm even more so now because I know what percentage and everything. I'm eager to learn. But I'm being honest about the fact that I don't feel connected right now. And I don't think that that's something that people should be ashamed to admit. Like, if we don't feel connected, we don't feel connected. But help me feel connected. I mean, honestly, and this is just me speaking, no disrespect to everybody, like, I don't even know enough history about my own family, so I don't think I would go that far and be like, oh, well, let me go check. I'm all about, that's like, um, and, and I'm different from a lot of people, like, when people say get out and go travel, like, I still ain't seen parts of where I'm from. Right. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, I, I ain't never been to New York. I ain't seen... I ain't never been to Maine to go crack lobster. I ain't never been. It's a lot of black people who don't even know who the fuck their daddy is. <sighs> Let's be honest about this shit. We what, what we, we got I... a lot of shit that we need to find out about ourselves, even within American culture, let alone trying to go back to African culture, you know, and it's like just so much other shit that we got to worry about as black people where we don't have the opportunity, we don't have the luxury of even trying to find out about our African roots and stuff a lot of times. We we so busy just trying to make it day to day. Who got time to really, um, you know, well, go look for that information? It's a lot of people that do. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you really, really wanted to 
do that. And and you have to want to. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why I said it's all on the individual. Right. Like, if you really wanted to, you would go do whatever you have to do to go see was, you know, in Africa or whatever the case. Like, I'm definitely going to Africa, though. I mean, me personally, me personally, it's bucket list for me because my boy Bizzle, who uh, Shaw went to, he um he built a water a water tower in Mo- uh, Mozambique. Mozambique for for them. He built the water tower out there, and he put it in my mom's name. You know what I'm saying? So I would have to go out there, so I can see that personally and take a picture in front of that. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's my reason. You know, for me to go out there. That's that's first first and foremost for me to go out there to see that. But um. I'm going to read what OG Izo said. He says, your soul is African, AC. Don't let them people take your roots and your history. Our history is deeper than slavery. So, African-American. You're right. I I know that I have um, history that traces me to Africa. I'm just being honest about the fact that I don't feel connected to African culture. And that's something that I do eventually want to learn more about because most people that I know who have actually been to Africa come back talking about how that was the best experience of their life. They feel like they found a part of they self that they never even knew was there. So I know that that's something that's going to happen when I do get the opportunity to go. I'm just speaking as to how I feel right now. I think that's because us here, we take everything for granted. Like everything we have and what a lot of them villages don't have, like, we most definitely take it, whether it's whether it's, it's jobs out here, the amount of money we make, our jobs, uh, the luxury of, you know, just being able to, you know, fucking drive 10 minutes, 15 minutes and go see the beach or driving 10, 15 an hour away to see something different. Like we have the luxury. Of, <laughs> we have the luxury of so much stuff. That face. Oh, you look like a little baby making that face. Um you know, we just take so much for granted, and you see these people making stuff happen with nothing, mm-hmm. and they just ask happy, like, like damn, it makes you appreciate more. And Kendrick, Kendrick came back and made September Butterfly, which was probably one of his most prolific albums to this day, you know what I'm saying? So it's most definitely stuff out there. A lot of black people go out there, they come back a different person, you know what I'm saying? So Definitely. I ain't gonna lie, OGIs. Though I was disappointed when I found out that I was twenty two percent European. I wasn't expecting that. I've seen it. Okay, I'm light skinned. This look, is true. Do you have you? But you I did not tan? think that my, I do have a tan. I see you, you look melanin little, on fleek. I see, I see your little caramel you poking know? out. I see you. But I I was expecting for my percentage to be higher than it was, and I was disappointed about that. So I'm not disputing the fact that I got the African juice in the sauce. I'm mm. just saying I don't feel connected to the African culture. She says she got that juice in that sauce. I want to get there. I really do. You know? But, uh... <laughs> that said 22% with your red bone ass. <laughs> I know. I don't like it. I don't like it. Oh, I seen it. You should have... What percentage of white you thought you had in you? I was thinking like 15, 16, maybe 8% or something like that. You know, I wouldn't expect to know 22. Nigga, we on episode 22, nigga. (laughs) 
22? Oh, that Kusa looked at me like, nigga, please. Hey, what's wrong with number 16, bro? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Shit. You know, but at the end of the day, you know, it is what it is, and it, it was what it was. It's all on the individual. One thing that you said was, you said Europeans or Europeans, they don't use European-American because they know. What country? Right, so since we they know. They don't have to say European. So since we know what country we're from, is it safe for us to say we're just American now? Mm-hmm. Mm, I'm just asking. I'm an Inglewoodian. Inglewoodian? Absolutely. Okay, well, I'm a, I'm a town avian. I will claim that one before I just outright be like, oh, I'm American. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a full blown nigga from the east side, man. You know, I don't feel connected to this president. I don't feel connected to the shit that our justice system uh, spews out. It's a lot of American shit that I don't feel connected to. So it's hard for me to be like, oh, I'm American. Like I know that I technically am, but I just don't identify as such. This this one thing I'll say about about Trump that. Trump did and went in there for white people and his people like we thought Obama was going to go in there and do and shut shit down for us and get shit popping. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So we... No I, fucks given. Right. So that's what... Like, nigga, fuck what you saying. Reparations, nigga. We we just knew reparations was coming when Obama get, went in there, right? Reparations so, was Obama phones. Are you fucking kidding me? Couldn't even give us iPhones. Well, he he gave us health care though. I mean, technically, it was niggas trash, already but... had Medicaid and Medi-Cal and all that shit beforehand. Yeah. All he did was make it to where it was law that you have to have health care. Yeah, that's yeah. And then created some I mean, discounted too, packages and shit. This nigga's but... out here with, with swipe cheese that ain't been to the doctor in forever. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so you know, nigga, for that nigga, I mean, but. He went in there, uh, Trump went in there and put the mask down for his people, man. We we was waiting for that, but with, with Obama, hmm. you know what I'm saying? And he went in there and he went there and looked out for the gays. Who, uh, uh, Obama. Obama? Yeah, he, went out, he, went, he went out there and looked out for the gays. Yeah. Uh, he legalized marijuana. And, and I, I feel like by him doing that, he should have freed every nigga that was in jail for weed. Oh, they, they did start releasing a lot of people. They started. They didn't finish. I mean, they got to wait for stuff, you know. I'm saying, I don't think it's going to happen. Niggas in, there, niggas in there with pounds of that of that fire that they've been moving from, from here to New York for the low. I mean, for the greater bread, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Niggas ain't out yet, so, you know. Hmm. Well. We, we coming to the end. Did, did you want to uh slightly give a, because I know you want me to play that song. Did you want to slightly... uh. Yeah. Slightly give a, a intake on the song we, that we about to play yeah. while we get up out of here. <laughs> Bitch, I'm a cow. <laughs> um, what's her name? Uh, Doja Cat. Doja Cat. Got the uh, video that's uh, viral right now with her little cow issue going on. Look, I know it's ridiculous, but if you take the time to listen to what she's saying, it's actually clever as fuck that she was able to make a whole song using um, cow um analogies you know she was talking shit to bitches like um you know 
I ain't gonna front. Using the cow language, you know. I ain't gonna front. I hope it's good because Doja Cat is a nice, a nice artist. So I hope it's good. You say you hope it's good. Yeah, I hope it's good. I feel like it's not gonna be. You know how certain songs you gotta see the video to like the song. So we're gonna play the song, but I feel like it's one of those where it's like you gotta see the video too to get in the mood of the song. Right. But neither here nor there. If uh, I had five dollars every time you said that. If I had five dollars every time you said red flags. And Ooh, not, that shit be bothering me. And not and not game banging. Red we talking flags. About, we talking Didn't about you signs. See the red flag. I you like I don't care what nobody say. There's always it's always flags. some red flags. It always red flags. I think you don't like it because you done seen red flags and you like. Mm. I am the red flag. I don't know how to take that. Take that. Take that. Took him. Ah, <laughs> <up a> <laughs> well y'all we about to get up out of here we about to play uh doja cat uh is it called mood like a cow mood? mood mood that's why i'm like okay. why he gonna put mood mood so um yo shout out to uh og islo anthony uh benjamin tyler diamond uh uh who else we got uh we got uh jasmine oh, jasmine brent the Anthony Pitts, what up, bro? Anthony uh, uh Fields. The Anthony, that's um, a name that. Hey, that's a name that's a rap now. They don't name niggas the Anthony no more. Yeah, the Anthony <laughs> was a badass kid. Every the Anthony I know was bad than a motherfucker. Probably like chili beans and shit. <laughs> 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 he the type of nigga that leave a corner of milk in the jug and keep that shit in the refrigerator. <laughs> Leaving boxes of cereal open and shit. Shit going stale, nigga. Shit going... <laughs> God damn, the Anthony. Shit. Getting his ass whooped. Well, he, she not lying there. Like, I know I know the Anthony got his ass whooped like a motherfucker. Oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> All right, let's get... All right, y'all. We appreciate y'all for uh, yes. listening live. AC, it's always a blessing to have you in our presence. You know what likewise, I'm saying? Likewise, it's a uh, Oh, and um, AC, you you going out of town, so yes. want to make sure you have safe trips. I appreciate you coming here. Yes. You know what I'm saying? It's been a crazy-ass week. It has. You know what I'm saying? And I'm glad you was able to make it. I did. Oh, shout-out to Demas. Demas was in the message board. Shout-out to Demas. He Demis. probably ain't even listening. You know what I'm saying? Bust-ass nigga. So, all right, y'all. Well, uh, we up out of here. Here go Doja Cat with... Mood. Yeah, bitch, I'm a cow. Bitch, I'm a cow. I'm not a cat. I don't say now. Bitch, I'm a cow. Bitch, I'm a cow. Bitch, I'm a cow. Bitch, I'm a cow. Go move. Got steak hoe, got cheese, got great a hoe, 
keeping me strong. Bitch, I'm a cow. Bitch, I'm a cow. I ain't never I don't say now. Bitch, I'm a cow. Bitch, I'm a cow. Bitch, I'm a cow. Bitch, I'm a cow. Go Amazon is offering sign-on bonuses up to $1,000, plus get up to $20 an hour for select roles. The best part? We're hiring near you. So start now to take home something greater. New, higher wages with a sign-on bonus, a range of real benefits, and career growth opportunities in a top-rated workplace. So earn more and see how great pay and sign-on bonuses can lead to a greater life for you. Go to Amazon.com apply. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Eres una de esas personas que hacen de un Sausage McMuffin with Egg de McDonald's su Sausage McMuffin with Egg. Quizá le pones un poquito de salsa picante al English Muffin recién tostado, o quizá le pones un Hash Browns al Muffin, o tal vez eres de los que lo llama tuyo, exactamente como viene. Sí, yo también. 
Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.